to Saturday, a podcast for sads and gays. I'm kind of Kyle, and this is it's that time of year when gay Jesus comes around and puts his little Easter baskets up our bussy. It's Pride Month, so I'm doing the thing that I am obligated to do on the month of our Lord and Savior. Orville Peck it's that time of year so here's the thing okay I am supposed to be I usually go on a high gatus this time of year naturally on pride month I'm like I can't do this anymore I can't be gay anymore I'm leaving I'm going so far away uh leaving my body leaving this world zooted and kabooted and darn tootin i ain't going back uh pride brings up a lot of feelings so normally i i I do go on a hiatus during the month of pride just okay i go on a break from the podcast from june to september or late august early september so that's just when the new season starts this season three is going to be really awesome and i i'm very excited about it but it's pride month and i do have announcements on my new podcast that's coming up it's going to be really cool i'm doing it with someone who's been on the show before i'm super excited i'm going to include a trailer for it um soon in a couple weeks i go on a hiatus during this time of year because i just i mean i need to i need to like focus on future work i need to make the podcast better yada 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 i have conflicted like all gays okay i have very conflicted thoughts on pride month so i wanted to talk in this episode i wanted to talk about i mean one those feelings on pride month okay um feelings of loneliness but also like loneliness and community and how our media uh represents that how our media represents like loneliness and joy and pride in gay life in queer life i want so i basically want to talk about that like what makes me sad during pride and what makes me happy during pride but there's been a lot of cool fucking media that's come out that's really gay as always there's a lot of things going on and i want to talk about that so i want to end on my penultimate i will have one last episode before this but i'm ending this month i wanted to come to a close on a celebrating of queerness note a a happy joy joy gay gay do stuff thing so Without further watas per se, let's dive in. So exciting things in queer news and queer media that have happened that I want to talk about for Pride Month because it's Pride and I want to celebrate Pride. I'm queer. I could make critiques. I could, like, not acknowledge that it's Pride Month, right? I could be really cynical about it. Like, I could also, like, try to highly profit off it. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not making any money off of this, so I'm not profiting off of it. But anyway, things that have happened in queer news that make me... Oh, my God. Remember when I... um, I need to bring this back. In a f- earlier episodes, I would talk about things that make me sad and things that make me gay and am I sad or gay. 
um i dropped that like i can always bring it back but like honestly like i don't know like sometimes i don't feel like being sad but like let's bring it back for today okay like sad or gay i mean i've been sad okay we'll get into this later all right because this has truly been a sad and gay episode they probably all are because i'm like a depressed mentally ill bitch that made a podcast just to like rant to my fucking self and see if three people were interested in hearing me have a nervous breakdown um but no i like things that make bad things that make me sad or gay okay things that make me sad or gay or like i'm gonna get into the things that make me sad but like so now we're talking about the things that are gay that make me gay pretty witty and gay because like again it's pride month and i want to celebrate so I want to talk about this book that I just read. It's this book that I just read and I'm trying to write a review on it and I like want to write it tomorrow, but like we'll see what happens. So much has happened the past few weeks. I've been sick. My friend got married. It's been a really exciting week and it's reminded me of all of the reasons why I'm here celebrating Pride. So this book is named Virology. Virology, it's by Dr. Joseph Osmondson. It is Joseph Osmondson is a scientist. He has his he is a professor at NYU, I believe, in like biology or biochemistry, maybe. Maybe it's biochemistry. I forget his specific degree. But he is also a writer. He's also like very cute. It has nothing to do with the book, but I find him really cute. He is also on the podcast Food for Thought, which is like I love that podcast. Everyone should give it a listen. I think I've recommended it before. It, it's it's inspired me in many ways to make a podcast. So the book is a collection of essays. It's a nonfiction first person narrative. It's a it's a collection of essays all on varying topics, but the common thread is that they talk about the concept of a virus of COVID often frequently throughout and viruses just how viruses spread and how they have socio-political implications how they affect our politics and our culture and the everyday ways that we socially interact with each other it's not just about covid it's about the concept of a virus as something that demands political and social change and requires a politics of compassion and care and it tries to create ways that we can do that to think about it and to enact it through a series of personal accounts personal accounts of his own involvement in uh covid activism so he worked with several former members of the AIDS activist organization ACT UP in a COVID, I think it was called like the COVID working group. And they've just been actively working on like spreading awareness of information about the virus, about like access and things like that. Uh, It's very, very intellectual, very literary. He's also gay, I should mention that, but I feel like if you know Food for Thought, you he's bi, I'm sorry, he's queer. He's queer. He's a queer man living in New York City, and he writes about all of those things that I just mentioned 
um, his experiences as a, a queer person um, and the fear of like getting AIDS and how far AIDS has come along. He writes an essay on like AIDS, um, you know, activism and, you know, uh, making HIV untrans, like, uh, what is it? Undetectable and therefore untransmittable. He writes an essay on prep and it's really good. It's just a really good essay. It made me, honestly, I think I should go on prep. It's not like prep propaganda. It's just informative and about like a very scientific and compassionate call for like more funding for it on what it's done like historically. It's a really good essay. It's a good essay. All of the essays are really good. So in literature, in literature, virology is an incredible book. Highly recommend. New York, I think it might be. It's not a New York Times bestseller yet, I don't think, but it will be. I promise you this is, it's going to be. In uh, gay music, I mean, Kate Bush has, running up that hill has become a the t- number eight in Billboard chart, the first u.s billboard chart song that kate bush has gotten never got one never got a billboard uh top 10 from the u.s crazy cuckoo bananas uh she's just gay she's not she isn't literally gay like not that i know of but obviously gay icon like gay theater kid gay weird queer theater kid ren fair homo rocky horror it's great and, and now everyone, everyone's tuned. Everyone's gay for Kate Bush. You're all gay. Running up that hill to be a big old gay. You are such a homo. So, yeah, Kate Bush, that's in music. In film, I just saw, I just saw this lovely film. It's on Hulu, Fire Island. It is written by... Written and produced, or I believe produced, and stars Joel Kim Booster, who I fucking love. He's very attractive, obviously, very handsome. I keep saying, why do I, I I need to get laid? I'm so sorry. I really fucking need to get laid. And that's what my body's telling me. That's why every time I mention someone, I'm like, oh, this happened in art and they're hot. Um, I need to suck a dick. Fire Island is a, not a parody, but an adaptation. That's the word. It's an adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. On Fire Island, the very popular gay spot to do gay stuff. It's really funny. It also has uh, Bo and Yang in it, who I love. I fucking love. SNL star on the podcast, co-host of the podcast, Las Culturistas, with Matt Rogers, who is also in it and is funny and adorable. I, I'm not talking... Okay, I'm going to stop talking about how I want to fuck everyone. Matt Rogers... Oh my god, since I've included... Who else is in it? Now I have to read the cast list. Because I also loved... Margaret Cho is in it, who is follows me on tiktok as you probably know if you don't know now you know margaret cho fucking follows me on tiktok i'm a funny bitch i'm a fucking funny bitch tomas matos is was another one i was thinking of oh the cast was great the cast was incredible 
adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, I honestly, okay, I'm not a huge, I'm not not a Jane Austen fan, but, like, I'm not, like, there's people that are, like, really big on Jane Austen, okay? I've read her work. I do like it. I do like romance novels. I'm fond of Edith Wharton. If you don't know who Edith Wharton is, read, uh, read The House of Mirth. I love The House of Mirth. The Age of Innocence. I think Ethan Fromm is another one. I haven't read that one. But I absolutely love The House of Mirth. Novels of Manners. Love that shit. Novels of Manners and Etiquette and the way people socialize and the way you can, like, fucking, like, just adapt a situation in your favor through social decorum and how that can also undo you that shit fascinates me that's why i get involved into like controversies with like caroline calloway and shit like that because like the way that like just social faux pas contribute to power dynamics in our own survival is so fucking interesting to me and pride and jane austen is notorious for that like it's more it's that but like more of an emphasis on like romance and ideas of true love and stuff like that but also satires of that concept and satires of class too anywho that they brought it they boots the house down joel kim booster i fucking love you bowen yang i love you it was such a margaret show who follows me on tiktok was phenomenal in it i love her so fucking much i'm getting emotional i'm literally crying right now because i saw a movie with margaret cho who follows me on tiktok and it was good and it was really sweet and the whole show now i'm literally crying over like it's not even okay the whole show was about this idea of like romance and like the ideas of like rejecting romance and like fears of like gay isolation queer isolation and like forever being alone like there's one scene where bowen yang is talking to joel kim booster and bowen yang oh my god i have to like relook up the character list um I think so so Joel Kim Booster is supposed to be Elizabeth Bennett. Like Joel Kim Booster is supposed to be Elizabeth Bennett and Bowen Yang is supposed to be um Jane Bennett, her sister. Her younger sister who's like the one that like is always like down on her luck and like I'm not worth it, you know? So that's the dynamic. And I just really want to confirm this. Like, just tell me, tell me that it's, this is exactly what I'm thinking of. That Bowen Yang is, yes, I was right. I was right. Okay. Oh my God. I love when that happens. Yeah. So Joel is supposed to be uh, Elizabeth Bennett and Bowen is supposed to be Jane Bennett. And there's one scene where Bowen is talking to Jane Bennett, is talking to Elizabeth Joel, and he goes, uh something along the lines of like I feel so alone and Joel is like what are you talking about you're on fire island like you can just get any dick you want and he's like no that's not what I mean like I don't mean just physically or sexually I mean like 
existentially. And that's what, like, love feels like for some people, or maybe that's what we've taught, or maybe that's what we haven't been taught. I get confused on, like, cultural representations of love in our society. Honestly, it seems very conflicted. But, like, that was a feeling I resonated with. That was a feeling of, like, being alone. And, like, when he says it, he says it just so, just, like, earnestly. You're just like, no, I feel alone, like, existentially. And it's like, fuck, you're right. And that's, like, not a vibe. At least for me, you know? Like, being alone existentially, like, don't dig that, dog. (laughs) Like, so that got me thinking of, like, recent... This is where it gets to be the sad part. And so I'm going to connect this with one last piece of media. And that is, and I've talked about her before, but I love her so fucking much, ContraPoints. ContraPoints, latest video, it came out about two weeks ago, I want to say. Yeah, it was like the end of May. It's called, what is it called? Oh my God. It's called The Hunger. It's called The Hunger. It is so fucking good. So for those of you who don't know, like, you need to know now. ContraPoints is a YouTube creator, video essayist, Natalie Wynn. She is a ex-philosopher. And she's made these videos for years about, like, social justice-oriented, like, philosophical breakdowns of social justice issues, particularly regarding gender transgender representation like terms that conservatives take up to use to discriminate against trans people her work is aesthetically brilliant she does her own wigs she does her own costumes she does her own set design uh she's brilliant she writes of an entire video essay that's like an hour long sometimes almost two hours long She's a genius, and may she live and prosper for a very long fucking time. I know she would never hear this. That would be, like, incredible if she did, though. But, like, I really hope she lives and prospers for so fucking long. Like, Jesus Christ. Her most recent video... So, usually what happens in a ContraPoints video is that she is her own character. She, like, does gets in debates with herself and, like, acts as a different character. So we'll be dressed differently and have a different name. So there would be, like, characters in the past. Like, in this in this episode, there's Jackie Jackson. Jackie Jackson, who's, like, a conservative or, like, libertarian, rather, libertarian, like, podcaster, basically, commentator of Dave Rubin type, like, the Rubin Report. And... So she'll be, like, a moderator between, like, two other people who are played by ContraPoints that are debating each other. The other characters, I'm going to forget the name. This is what happens in this specific uh, ContraPoints video, too. Um, the One of the people is Justine, who's supposed to be, like, a leftist lesbian, uh, like, counterpoint, ContraPoint to the other person who is i forget her name but it's again these are all contrapoints uh a like born again christian like conservative that's against trans people basically and queerness as it like veers away from the light of god 
the video is just visually stunning and very like lynchian and gets like dark it kind of reminds me of amadeus a little bit the film amadeus who was was that milo milo's foreman or something like that really good film um it is in so she's getting into the characters justine and like conservative christian contrapoints are getting in an argument over or just like having discussions about like desire and passion and stuff like that and they talk about like longing and stuff like that so the justine is talking about like this desire to find your like other half like the hunger the desire for it and then it turns into like this later scene where she's talking about like longing and desire and then is like trying to like enter into a void because of that lack of like because of just feeling a desire to be in that emptiness because of a lack that is never being fulfilled it's super interesting and it's like bleak but beautiful but like just and oh my god it's just really good i fucking love contrapoints she's such a brilliant ass bitch i'm like envious and supportive of her too Ugh, I don't know. I love it. I love it, though. I love it so fucking much. But her video got me thinking about, like, loneliness during Pride Month, which is the thing. Uh, and, I mean, all of these connect in so many ways. Fire Island talked about isolation. Virology, there was a huge theme of isolation. Like, COVID has literally prevented us from, like, interacting and being intimate in so many ways. And I've been thinking about that a lot. So when I first recorded Saturday, I was, uh, my first episode was Go Fuck Yourself. And that was when I just moved into the city. The summer that I moved into the city and I just started. So I basically just started like living my, I had lived with my parents years before that. Um, I didn't move out until I was 27 I having queer sex engaging in relationships was difficult because I lived at home and like if I wanted to be promiscuous it was kind of awkward to be like hey I'm gonna fuck this rando upstairs you know like it was just a lot and also like I just felt very isolated because like I didn't live in a place where there's a lot of like gay people or like I don't know, like, I didn't live in a place where there was a lot of gay people. I couldn't afford to live on my own. Traveling to the city cost a lot of money, you know? And it was rough, honestly. It sucked. And then nowadays, I, you know, COVID has happened. I ended up, I can't say too much because what if he's listening? Oh my God, could you imagine? I fell in love with this guy, like, last, no, it was two summers ago, actually, Oh, thank God for time, bitch. Thank God that, I mean, time hasn't fully healed that wound, but it's been two years, bitch. I need to get over it. But I fell in love with a guy that we were really good friends, and I just wanted so much. I wanted more out of it because, like, I could tell that he wanted more out of it. He was, like, closeted or whatever. There was just a lot going on with him. But we just had a really good connection and he was a lot of fun and we'd go on like 
adventures together like we'd travel together and we'd like just like when we hung out we'd just like go to different like go in the city and hang out and like check out different places and I don't know it was a lot of fun and I really liked him and I feel like I was in love with him I definitely was in love with him even now like hearing myself talk about it I'm like oh god I was like I fell hard for this dude and I haven't fell for anyone like that I don't think ever I sincerely think like I've never like yeah I'm thinking about it like I have not fallen that hard for someone I felt super hard for him I was in love with him he just like maybe it could have worked out I don't know but he was very confused he didn't know what he wanted he was all over the place maybe I could have been more patient but like I acted erratically probably I acted reactively I he was just not in a good place and like not communicative at all honestly like fucked with my feelings but like so afraid of even acknowledging his feelings like oh it was honey he was super fucking cute though he was really hot and a good kisser like what happened was like we just like made out one time we made out on this on the beach like it was kind of romantic like we were just like we were just like looking at the moon and like just chilling on like these rocks at the beach just like talking and then like we just like made out and like he's he's he was such a good kisser and he was so fucking cute he was like hot he's sexy and he's a good kisser and he was like passionate and he was like oh my god it was just like good it was it was good i liked it i oh and anywho that just reminded me of isolation that i felt since then so after that i've fucked since then honestly i fucked since then i've during times when numbers were down in covid now i get tested regularly i'm vaccinated i'm going to get my fourth booster soon um so you know i've felt that isolation now like because after that it was like the peak of the pandemic again and you know i did hook up with people one person was like internet stalking me it was fucking weird and this other yeah you know, i had like sex it was fine like i had good sex with people but like it was whatever but um i do crave that intimacy and like with contrapoints video and virology and fire island like i do resonate with that existential loneliness and i feel like that's just such a common part of the queer experience i mean it's part of the human experience but it's pride month okay i want to center myself in this narrative so isolation and loneliness and like existential loneliness is such a part of the queer experience and like we some people don't get to find their community and some people get like lost and never represented in media or just never acknowledged in life in the queer community and go throughout their life feeling extremely isolated and lonely and that fucking sucks dude it really it makes me a sad panda it makes me a sad gay 
that people feel so fucking lonely because I don't know, because the world has certain standards of like what should be normal and what love should be and what bodies should look like what. And it causes so many people to be afraid to be themselves or afraid to love who they want to love and just treat people with fucking common decency it sucks dude it's not a vibe fuck i'm like making myself cry in my own podcast i'm making myself cry and y'all are like when is this bitch gonna be done i'm ending soon okay i'm ending on this note like isolation fucking sucks loneliness sucks i i love art so much because i think part of the creative process is such a way to build community i fully fucking support that that's why i make my podcast that's why i make like my little stupid videos and memes and talk about other people's artwork because that's what brings us together bitch that's what brings us together that's the human experience man people creatively generatively working together to like find themselves and to find their people and to protect their people and all the love and energy around them i'm high as fuck yes that's fucking beautiful to me that's hot that's sexy and on that note like chang chang changity chang chibop that's the way we should be wow yes god so (laughs) i gotta leave now i'm too zooted and kabooted for this fucking world dog you know i'm out i'm out so thanks for listening i will have a final episode uh in another two weeks update the newsletter for sure uh, you can follow me at Mix Underworld on Instagram and TikTok, MX Underworld. Rate and review the podcast and be on the lookout for that teaser episode for the new podcast I'm doing. I'm super excited. I love you. Mwah, 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 mwah. Happy Saturday. Yeah.